ninja, ninja, rap, ninja, ninja, rap, go, 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 go. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies with special guest Tim Davis. This is the podcast where all three of us went and saw a movie at our local Regal Cinema, which is not so local anymore, and now we're going to talk about it in Matt's Honda Pilot right after the movie in the parking garage. We're going to talk about such things as should you see this movie, should you not see this movie, uh, do you need to pay attention, can you breeze through it, should you snack or nap or all those things, uh, should you wait for streaming, whatever. We're going to talk about everything under the sun or nothing. You never know. I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy. And yes, welcome to another episode of this glorious podcast. Tonight we saw a movie called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. And uh, there's a, it's an animated movie, so there's a bunch of voice actors in it. But uh, Tim, why don't you tell us who we should know from this movie, even though we have to identify only by voices. Right. In this one, so they did a good job of, they cast um, April O'Neil and the Turtles are new names to the business, at least as far as I know, which is nice because you don't, you're not spending the movie distracted by who's doing whose voice. But plenty of everybody, plenty of the other characters are celebrities, including Jackie Chan, he's Splinter, uh, John Cena, and, um, Seth Rogen, our Bebop and Rocksteady. Uh, we've got Ice Cube as a character named Superfly. We've got uh, Post Malone is in there. Paul Rudd. Uh, Maya Rudolph from SNL. Um, Rose Byrne. And uh, Hannibal Buress. He's a, he's a comedian. He's Genghis Frog. Um, we've got a lot of, you know, all showing up in various uh, roles that are very colorful characters in this movie. And Mr. Beast. Oh, I didn't even see that one. Yep. He was a Times Square guy, I believe. Um, Yes, okay. So what is this movie about? Well, uh, this is a story about uh, turtles who are exposed to ooze and become uh, mutants and then age to teenagers. And they live with their dad, who was a rat, who sort of the same thing happened to. So they become... Uh, teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles through training in ninja skills and um, so we get that whole part of the movie which is them being created and growing up and uh, learning about the world and wanting to know more about the world the big theme of this movie is acceptance and they want to be accepted in the world as we all do Um, (laughs) except for Todd Um, and then uh, some things start happening that are are specific to story there are a couple different bad guy clans we could say maybe there's a a clan of of mutants headed by uh, Superfly who uh, are set on building a machine to release ooze into the atmosphere and turn all animals on Earth into mutants. And who cares whatever happens to humans in that case. And then there's this other shady organization, which is where I guess the ooze originally was from by the scientist who created it was there. But the organization, the scientist is, is gone and the organization is still around and they want to... Uh, have a more controlled way of, of 
mutating creatures and having control over them and using them for military applications. Um, and so most of the movie, I would say, is focused on kind of the interplay between the gang of mutants and the Ninja Turtles. And the Ninja Turtles also befriend a young woman called April O'Neil. And uh, she kind of helps them learn about uh, the human world, which they haven't really been exposed to. And um, uh, befriends them, and uh, they work alongside her to figure out what the mutant gang is doing, figure out about this machine, um, and then supports them as they eventually uh, meet up with the mutant gang, convert some of the mutant gang to their side, or all of them except for the leader, and then fight against the leader to try and not release uh, the uh, ooze into the atmosphere. Course, that doesn't quite go as planned and we end up with a super giant mutant guy uh, instead of just a a super fly we have a super conglomeration of mutant things super duper fly yeah super mm -hmm. duper fly uh, who rampages through New York City um, and everyone tries to stop them humans mutants they're all banded together at, by the end of this movie to stop super duper fly so that's what i'll say about this movie story wise and i will now turn it over to you todd to give us your gut reaction to teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem and i will give it so yes. um i think this movie has some good things going for it and i will highlight those first um i think the script is very modern day funny script like a lot of joking, a lot of fun stuff, but it flows very well. Obviously, the writers of this movie are mostly Seth Rogen and his writing partner, Goldberg. Goldberg, yeah. like, um, and, you know, the, the stuff they produce, you know, script-wise is typically pretty good and pretty tight and funny. So I think this one falls into line with that. I like the script. I thought I was... I had a nice, constant somewhat chuckle going on through the movie not like not too many like full-on laughs like break or anything like that but a nice solid chuckle through most of it um which is good i thought the voice acting was great i thought all the new people who were the turtles and april o'neill were really really good and then everyone who was a celebrity that played their part was very good too i didn't really think that any voice was just kind of like out there or weird um and I what I really liked about this movie being I mean I know some of the turtle lore I mean obviously the, the show came out when I was very little but um, through the years I really liked that this movie focused on so many of the later side characters that we just haven't got to in movies yet we've got Bebop and Rocksteady for sure but then they brought out all these weird characters from the woodwork that I thought was really fun to see and experience because the movies before this never got there. It was always the shredder and then it was a shredder and a companion like, and that was either Kang or yeah, that's it. Shredder and Kang are the only villains we've ever seen. So I dug that a lot <clears throat> seeing all the weird, crazy characters that exist in the turtles. So those are the good things that I had. Oh, and a, a, a good soundtrack. Yeah. Like, um, 
which typically I don't I don't like the super highlight, but I think this one flowed well and it really added to the movie and didn't subtract from it or anything like that. The negatives or I did not vibe with the animation. I thought it went for a Spider-Man across into the Spider-Verse, across Spider-Verse kind of vibe to it, but then made it like also look really weird and this one to me was a lot harder to track in action scenes than the Spider-Man movies and I just thought they went too hard in the paint when it was trying to create a weird look and it made most of the movie just look weird to me and sometimes incredibly hard to follow which I, I mean I get what you're going for it's mutant mayhem and it's turtles and all that kind of stuff but we're like leaning far away at this point from crisp animation to jolty, like weird looking animation. And all the, because of the success of the Spider-Man movies, I feel like we're going to see more and more of this. And if it's not done correctly, it just looks wonky to me. So that was distracting. I was very distracted through the movie, trying to, in fast paced scenes, figure out what's going on um, and follow, you know, all these battles and stuff like that. Uh, the story was good. Um, I'm, I'm interested. I, I mean, I think this is getting good reviews so far, but I'm interested to see what turtle purists feel about this movie because it does turn a lot of the turtle lore on its head and changes a ton. And we'll see if the general public embraces change or doesn't embrace change when it comes to turtles. I personally don't care because I wasn't the biggest fan. I know of it, but I wasn't the biggest fan. So I... In, in a nice sweet spot where I dug it because um, I'm not attached to the source material. So uh, I would say go see this movie. I don't think there's a real reason not to see this movie, especially if you got kids. Like, um, I do think the kids need to be of a certain age because even though it like, went for kid audiences, there is plenty of death <laughs> in this movie and people dying. And it's kind of done in the background, but it's still kind of there. Um, but I think this could be a good time for the family. I think you can bring um, anyone to it. And I would, I mean, if you're going to see it, I don't think this is going to translate to the small screen very well. But, you know, time will tell that. So if you're at all into Turtles and you're looking for a family movie to kind of get behind, I would say go see this. There's no reason not to. I wouldn't avoid it unless you don't like mutants or turtles. You have a phobia or something. Then probably don't see this movie. It's not for you. So, I'm going to end it there and turn it over to TM. Uh, yeah, um, I've always been a fan of the Ninja Turtles. I'm not, like, super attached to them, but I feel like I've followed them throughout the years and been a fan of especially the first couple of live-action movies and then the original uh, 80s cartoon. Definitely watched a lot of those. Um, and I'm always up for a fresh take on them. I feel like it's a concept that's just fun and different and irreverent and... I thought Rogan and his team brought a new freshness to the Ninja Turtles somehow, and especially I just, I came out of this one thinking the chemistry among the voice actors for the Turtles and April was new and fresh and dynamic, and it just worked. They sounded like brothers who grew up together and would razz each other all the time, but would also, you know, goof off at random times, and just, they sounded like teenagers, the most I think they ever had. And it just, it was a very natural flowing, like, script, like you said. It was tight, it was funny, it was how people talk 
you know, it was it was just I I liked it a lot, and I thought it was you know, like you said the chuckle the whole time. Like I was a lot of the interplay is a lot of fun, uh, and the celebrities are in on the fun too. Like Jackie Chan, in, in all his broken English glory, is you know was really funny as Splinter, and you know it's just everybody worked out. I thought you know and weren't distracting enough to like oh there's that guy. Like they played their roles the way they were written, and it was fun, and you could tell everybody had fun making this. Uh, even though it was, you know, voice acting mostly, but like, you know, and then the animation team, it didn't bother me as much, the animation. I, th I mean, they were going for obviously something different looking and new, and I think that's the trend in animation now, is to look different, you know, to kind of have your own style as opposed to being, you know, everything drawn a certain way or, or CG'd a certain way, depending on, you know, like Pixar movies look like Pixar movies, and then traditional Disney looks like traditional Disney and now you have Spider-Verse style now and then Turtles trying to do its own thing on it. So I think that's just a trend that we're going to see. Um, it was, I, I do agree at times it was jarring, but I just think that's what we're going to get, especially if they're going to do another movie and a cartoon show out of this world. And uh, I'd, be, I'd be intrigued to see that, to, to follow this universe a little more. I think it was a lot of fun. I really like what, the, as a Jackie Chan fan, I really appreciated that they turned this Splinter into Jackie Chan. He fought like Jackie Chan. He was, you know, bouncing around using everything around him to fight. He ran at times, you know, but it was still Jackie and he could still beat you up. And I thought that was, as a Jackie Chan fan, a big, big plus for me. I hear he did all his own stunts for this movie. I'm sure he mm. did. Mm. And all his usual sound effects. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Matt? Well, uh, so... I agree with a lot of what you said, Todd, at the beginning, as far as the soundtrack and the uh, the voice acting, etc. And um, and uh, Tim, I do agree with you about the chemistry between the proponents. Um, so those are some things that I like too. Um, something else I I noticed and liked throughout this movie is there were uh real shaped people in this movie yeah um i, I like yeah i like to see that you know we we have the technology now everyone doesn't have to look like a rectangle as a an animated person so i'm i'm pleased yeah. that we can include a uh, representation of all uh, different types of body types so that's a big plus for me um however uh, overriding almost everything for me was the animation style yeah, and how I how I felt about it. I had a feeling you wouldn't like. Um, I I you know the first Into the Spider Verse movie I had a hard time with that and didn't like it because of the animation style and this is going to fall into that category too. Um, as far as I you know I do think it was even even harder to follow and I, I just I I get trying to have your own style but. I would just say clean it up. Um, it was too uh, too dirty, too messy for me, especially during the action scenes. It was just like, it seemed like just scribbles on the screen at times. Well, especially if most, if not all, the movie is set in nighttime. Right. <laughs> so right. it makes it a little or bit harder, too. Yeah. yeah. So that was a big... That's going to be a big negative for me, is just the, the animation style that was chosen. Um... And as far as the story goes, I thought it was a little, I thought they kind of tried to, and I don't have any turtle background at all, really. I mean, I know that there's four turtles and 
<laughs> their, their rat dad. But um, that's about it as far as any of that goes. Like, I haven't seen all the movies. I didn't watch the comics or anything like that um, to any any high degree anyway. Maybe a couple here or there. But um, I, I thought they really... I felt like they were shoehorning all these extra characters in. Like, I get what you're saying, Todd, as, like, someone who knows about these characters. Right. At times I was like, how many mutants do we need to have? And uh, and there, also... There was a lot. There was <laughs> yeah. a lot. As, as the comics continued and the show continued, there's a yeah, lot. Yeah. Uh, you had to make a... You know, it was all about the toys. 30 episodes a year. And also this... this I thought, I thought that the story was overly complex a little bit. I thought it could have been a little bit cleaner, a little bit... Uh, more smooth. There's this whole side plot with the turtles getting captured by this weird organization and then there's a battle to get them out but nothing more really comes of it at least in this movie. Right. Um, So overall I would say I probably didn't enjoy this movie all that much. Um, There were you know I didn't have a running chuckle through the movie. I had a running, like, maybe half smile, um, which is, is was something. It wasn't nothing. but um, I also wasn't sitting next to you, so I couldn't clock how many sighs there were. I think I did sigh a fair amount <laughs> in this one. I so, was too busy chuckling to listen. Yes. So, you know, we'll have some, some mixed bag reviews here, uh, or scores, I'm sure. Um, but uh, overall, I, I could have easily skipped this movie. Fair enough. So, that's where I'll leave that. Um, well, getting down to the old rating system here, how, how many canisters of ooze would you give this movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, zero being the worst, because then you got no ooze, no mutants, no fun. Uh, five being the best, because then that's a lot of ooze to go around. You can make yourself a nice little gang. Or a so. family, or a family. Jeez, Tim. <laughs> Way to make it weird. Mm-hmm. Matt? Well, I am going to stick with my guns here and say the animation style made it a bad movie for me. And I'm going to go with a 1.8 cans Ooh, wow. of ooze out of 5. Um, and and a, a, for me, a skippable movie. So... Fair enough. Tim? I am definitely on the opposite side of that. Um, I thought this is one of the fresher entries in the Ninja Turtle verse. Um, I still think the original live action movie is is one of my favorite movies. Um, So it's going to stay up there. But I will put this one at a 3.5. Okay. Nice. Um, I'm somewhere in between you guys. I had to really think hard at the beginning of the movie of whether or not I was going to let like small stuff bother me (laughs) to take me out of the movie and once I let go uh, the biggest hang up I had when the movie started was how are those turtles using phones that touch screen's not going to recognize that amphibian like finger right and then I was like I was like man I gotta I gotta let that go if I'm gonna enjoy this so once I let that go I I could (laughs) immerse myself into it but those first like 15 minutes I was like how are they using those phones? <laughs> but, so, uh, once I let that go, I, I felt like I could pretty much jump in. And I am going to land at a nice 2.8. I think, for me, without all the extra characters, if they had done the same movie again like they do every 
couple of years where it's the Shredder and it's the Foot Clan and stuff like that, I would right. have been more out of this movie. And, but at least I really felt like there was an effort into this movie to tell a different story in somewhat. I mean, there is still some paint by well, numbers. there's some tropes in the new Yeah, world. they yeah. still want to, like, come out of the shadows and stuff like that. Every single movie that's come out has been about that. Like, I felt like we could have moved past that a little bit, but I get it. That's that's essential to the turtle story. Especially if you're doing an origin. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, I mean, I thought the script was tight. I, I chuckled and giggled. Um, from the action I could follow, it was pretty good. And uh, I had to let the little stuff go. So I'm going to, what did I say, 2.8? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to stick with my 2.8. All right. Okay, fair enough. Well, any other thoughts before we wrap up? I no. thought Ice Cube made a great villain. Yes. Yes. Agree. Very much. Yeah, like I said, everybody. I think everybody voice acted this very well. Yeah. Um, and I'll say also that I meant to say this before, but I did like the climax of the movie. I thought yeah. they ended it pretty well. Um, so, if you're struggling through this movie, hang on for the end. <laughs> may redeem it. And for they you. set up another. Yeah, and there's a stinger at the mm -hmm. end. Yes, there is. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, where we saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. And uh, we gave it a slightly above average 2.7 cans of ooze out of 5. Um, so I guess the kind of the prevailing winds here say you can see this movie. Um, but obviously we all had our own takes. <laughs> And all uh, the fans of Matt out there will be like, I'm not seeing this that's movie because Matt told me not to. Got reaction. That is the point of the mm -hmm. podcast, yes. So thank you for listening to this edition and downloading and subscribing. Please do all those things and keep doing those things. And we will see you next time. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da. 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 <laughs>